0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Personal Finance Takeover. My name's Sean and this is my co-host Fabian. The title of today's episode is Inflation, Your Money is Losing Buying Power, How to Prevent It. So don't forget, follow, subscribe, leave a review and hit that bell notification so you can keep up with all these episodes. All right, so let's start off with just a basic definition of inflation. So Inflation is the increase in the price of things like goods or services over a period of time and a decrease in the purchasing power of a currency. So inflation is tracked by the CPI, which is the Consumer Price Index, and that is the most widely used measurement of inflation. And CPI measures the weighted average of prices of a basket of consumer goods like transportation, food, medical care, housing, apparel, education, and communication, and so on. So Fabian, can you give us an example with some real-world stuff on how this actually affects us?
1: Yeah, of course. So according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, they reported that the average price of a six-pack of beer in 1970 was $1.98. Can you believe that? $1.98? You can't even buy a tall can in today's dollars for $1.98. But then flash forward 20 years, and in 1990, the cost of that same beer was $4.96. And in 2018... The average cost of a six-pack of beer was up nine dollars and three cents. So this is inflation. The cost of the same one item, which in this case it's one six-pack of beer, you're not getting more beer, you're not getting any more liquid. It's still the same six pack that you bought back in 1970 and now in 2018, but the price has changed significantly. So it's gone up from a it went from $1.98 up to $9.03. The reason this is important and for when it comes to personal finance is that as you're planning for your future, this is going to continue going. So inflation is something that we can never avoid. It's, it's going to happen. You know, the price of goods is always going to increase. So we got to make sure that, you know, the money we're making today, we're putting it to work so later in 30 years that we're able to buy more stuff with the money we have currently today. Yeah.
0: So what does this mean for your money? Is, if you let your money just sit in your checking account or under your mattress, it will lose buying power over time. So, currently, even if you do a high yield savings account, that's still not enough interest because the current average APY at the time of this recording is only 0.5%. Also, at the time of this recording, the current average inflation from January 2021 to the end of August 2021, it's 3.9%. So, that high yield savings account is just not cutting it.
1: Yeah, so let's think about that for a minute. So, if we put our money and let it sit in a high yield savings account, you know, we take all of our life savings and let it sit there. It's going to grow. We're going to get interest on that money. We're just going to get 0.5%. However, if the cost of goods is going up by 3.9%, then we're losing 3.4% of purchasing power. And this is important to keep in mind because as you're building wealth and you're saving your money, you want to make sure that you're investing it properly to outpace inflation. Last thing you wanna do is put all this effort into saving money, all these great plans, but just have it sit in a account that is not providing you enough interest to outpace inflation. So the good thing is we got a couple ideas for you guys, a couple topics as to how to protect your money's value and what to do in order to outpace inflation.
0: All right, so pretty much inflation, it's a natural occurring thing in the market economy. So there are many ways to hedge against inflation. A disciplined investor can plan for inflation by investing in certain assets that outperform the market during inflationary climates. So the first one is going to be investing in one of my favorite things. It's the S&P 500 index. So that is investing in the top 500 companies in the U.S. The average S&P 500 market return for the last 30 years has been 9.87%, And inflation grew 2.4% in the same time period. So if you adjust for inflation, the S&P 500 still returns you a 7.47%. So investing for the long term will protect your money and it'll outpace inflation. Another strategy that you could go about is investing in commodities. So commodities are a broad category that include grain, precious metals, electricity, oil, natural gas. And commodities and inflation have a unique relationship. Here, commodities are an indicator of inflation to come. As the price of commodities rise, so does the price that the product that the commodity is used to produce. So investing in companies that work in these sectors, there are ETFs that track commodity indexes that you can invest in and make it easier for you to invest.
1: so yeah, the the key takeaway from the two um, topics that Sean just covered, you know, just invest your money. you know, pick things that are growing. look at the stock market, you know, pick, you know, good indexes that will help you protect the value of your money. So that way you're protecting the purchasing power. The S&P 500 index is a great way to, you know, start, to start, you know, investing your money. The other thing is, you know, doing some research and looking at those ETFs that closely track the, the commodity indexes. The third thing I wanted to talk about was TIPS. So TIPS are Treasury Inflated Protected Securities, and they are a type of securities issued by the U.S. government. Tips are indexed to inflation in order to protect investors from a decline in the purchasing power of their money. As inflation rises, tips adjust in price to maintain its real value. So in order to understand this, I'm going to give you guys a brief example. So say an investor buys $1,000 in tips at the end of the year with a coupon rate of 1%. So that's the interest that he's going to be making on that 1%. So if there is no inflation, As measured by CPI, the investor will receive $10 in coupon payments, so $10 in interest for the year. However, if inflation rate rises by 2%, the $1,000 principal will be adjusted upward by 2% to $1,020. The coupon rate will remain the same, so the interest you're earning on that money will stay the same at 1% but then will be multiplied by the adjusted principal amount of $1,020 and arrive at an interest payment of $10.20 for the year. So as you can see, tips are a great way to invest during the uncertainty of inflation. Uh, That way you're not losing any purchasing power. You're not losing any value in your money. This will automatically adjust to that and you will continue growing your money. So that's just another example of of what to look for when when planning
0: out how to, to beat inflation. And then another strategy will be real estate income. So buying properties to generate cash flow can be a great thing. Even if the property value remains sideways or declines, you'll still generate income from your renters. So if your property is $500,000 when you buy it and next year it's still $500,000, it's going sideways. It's okay because you're making money off those renters. If it declines, that's okay. As long as you don't sell it in a decline, you're still making money off your renters and you could just wait for it to go back up in the future. So make sure that your incoming cash flow exceeds your expenses for the property. You don't want to be making less than what the mortgage costs and the property taxes and the insurance on it. So just make sure that you're making enough to cover what you purchased.
1: Yeah, and another thing to to look at to kind of hedge inflation is real estate investment trusts. So these are also known as REITs. So a real estate investment trust is a company that owns and in most cases operates income-producing real estate. So one thing to note is that by law, these companies are required to pay 90% of its profits to investors in the form of dividends. So these trade just like stock on most stock exchanges. You can buy, you know, the stock, buy it, sell it. The one strategy to do with REITs though is to buy it and hold it for the long run because most companies pay out dividends every month or every quarter or once a year. So it's a good way to get some passive income, so getting paid out for the the, the value of Of the stocks that you're holding and over time the value of that stock will does tend to go up as well not always but it does if you hold it for a long period of time so another way to you know try to beat inflation so that way your money is not losing purchasing power as you're letting it sit and in a bank account or under your mattress.
0: All right, so in closing, don't let your money lose purchasing power. So put your money to work and keep up with or outperform inflation.
1: Last thing you wanna do is you work hard for this money, you let it sit, and now you don't have that purchasing power to, to buy things. Until next time, please.